is going on, guys? Matt Downs with Daily Grand Fantasy Sports Breakdown. This MLB 7 game Thursday slate. Cannot wait to break it down, but first, want to go over a couple of things. First and foremost, want to go over last night's success. Last night, we recommended an Arizona. Yes, that was the second best leverage stack on this slate. We recommended it on our, our Patreon. Um, our Patreon tool. I wanted to take you guys into the Discord chat real quick, an inside scoop of what it looked like last night. We had, like I said, a bunch of Arizona stacks, and this guy right here, I mean, this just brought tears to my eyes. I mean, look at this. The, the contest selection was on point. Eight entries, $16 in, uh, $121 out with the use of Arizona because it was a big GBP. We knew Arizona would come in at bottom of the barrel ownership. Same thing with the $3, $3 and $18 out. I'm assuming Arizona was in that one as well. But look at this. He also won his winner take all, which was the cash lineup. My cash lineup actually didn't cash. His did 98.2, got the job done. $1 and $2 out in a big GBP. I'm assuming he played an Oakland stack in there because we also recommended Oakland as our best leverage stack. And then another 50-50. Uh, and it's, it's so funny. Because this guy, you can tell, he just started playing DFS and he's already getting the hang of it. Already utilizing Fantasy Cruncher to his advantage. He's already using the leverage stacks correctly. If we go down, I mean, that wasn't the only screenshot that was sent. I mean, this guy won $145. This guy got second place in a uh, GPP. Third place, Arizona. I mean, it was it was a great night overall for Daily Grind Fantasy. And I just can't tell you guys enough how much I... I preach leverage in the in the Discord, and it's finally paying off. A lot of people are finally taking advantage of the leverage stacks, and it is just great to see. Um, it actually got me up at, it is now 4 a.m., just got me very excited for the next slate. This slate that we will be breaking down, guys, if you have any questions or comments about this slate, feel free to ask the comments or questions in the YouTube chat right below. I'll be sure to get to all the questions throughout the day. Um, this slate does kick off at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so they usually start an hour later at 7, so be sure to adjust your lineups um, accordingly. Right now, we have Philly and New York on the slate. I do believe they should play, and there's a little bit of rain concern as of right now. I know it was raining here in the Pennsylvania area not too long ago, um, but right now there's an 11% chance there shouldn't be any rain delays, but... Uh, that's the only game that does have a weather concern as of right now. Baltimore, Miami, I don't know what the deal is there. They played yesterday. Right now, they're on the slate. Pending any kind of craziness, this is what the slate looks like right in front of you. So, um, I'd like to talk about the pitchers first and foremost. Right now, I sort by value. That usually determines where the chalk's going to be. Um, we, we usually find that middle ground of whether the pitcher has upside, but also is fairly cheap Castillo um, Luis Castillo comes in at 9500 he's a 1.8 value here and Cleveland has been struggling immensely they're projected at 3.93 runs I do suspect he'll be one of the most favorable pitchers on the slate um, we also have Keller going in Chicago uh, very bottom of the barrel price tag here 6400 also a good value play Gallon going against Houston I don't recommend that if we go all the way down here at the bottom Chatwood has been crushing it Right now, he's at 9400 He is priced accordingly, but another gem. If he is very low-owned, I do like him here in the spot versus Kansas City. Uh, we also look at Crasco. Crasco is going against Cincinnati. They dominated Cincinnati yesterday. Not saying the exact same thing will happen tonight, but for 9800 another pay-up option that is 
Um, definitely a good option. So the Cincinnati and Cleveland game should be fairly low scoring. We have a heated back and forth Twitter rivalry going on right now between those two. If you guys need to check them out on Twitter, feel free to do so. It was actually pretty funny. Some of the comments were just hilarious. I think Cleveland was making fun of the fact that Cincinnati didn't have an NBA team and they were going shots were being fired back and forth. But it was funny nonetheless. So let's go ahead and look at the hitters. So if we start with the run total at the very top we have new york coming in at 5.14 runs right now they're the project they're projected the most on the slate and next on the list is going to be the chicago cubs projected at exactly five runs that will move in either the positive or negative direction after everybody wakes up and starts hammering those bets we go down to atlanta versus toronto atlanta projected at a 4.87 the chicago white Sox a 4.81 houston a 4.67 and Philly, a 4.36. Arizona, a 4.33. Milwaukee, a 4.19. Toronto, a 4.13. Uh, Kansas City, a 4. Cleveland, a 3.93. And then Cincinnati, a 3.57. And then the rest, obviously, the uh, over-unders have not come out yet. So, a very small slate, at least according to MLB. We see slate sizes upward of 12 games this one is seven games so it should be a blast i like uh, these medium-sized slates because it allows you to take advantage of the leverage stacks a lot more often so again if you are interested in finding out my favorite leverage stacks only 20 dollars a month on patreon gets you a very encouraging discord chat where we talk all day every day about dfs and throughout all different kinds of sports all right so now let's go to the pitching matchups if we go to the very first game on the slate, like I said, New York should draw the chalk uh, because Eflin is not a good pitcher against lefties. We have a righty-dominated lineup by the uh, Yankees, however. But if you look at their historical data based on 2019 and 2020 data, they are looking like they are in a good spot. A lot of green. Um, LeMayu batting off a 177 ISO, 362 weighted on base average and he is the lowest out of the entire lineup so like i said a lot of green throughout this lineup going over to the philly side we have montgomery montgomery struggles against righties guess what a righty dominated lineup throughout philly montgomery did not do well in his very first um debut here for the yankees montgomery struggles like i said against righties hoskins mccutcheon real mudo segura um kingery they are all very good hitters. He has a very small plate appearance um, sample size, but Philly should get it done. They are, uh, I think, middle of the pack to above average on this slate as far as hitting goes and run totals, so I do like them here. I like both sides of the Yankees and Phillies for hitters. Going over to Cincinnati and Cleveland, like I said, this game should be a dud. There should be not that many uh, runs scored, but Castillo did struggle in his first outing. I do like him here, um, but... Cleveland, if they come in at very low ownership, sign me up because Castillo, like I said, did not get off to a good start his very first um, his very first outing, and now Cleveland has some extra motivation with this rivalry, so they could get it done. But again, only G high, only big GPPs. All right, um, going over to the Cincinnati side, Carrasco does not put up impressive numbers. I actually like Cincinnati as a low owned team. Again, we have a lot of bright spots here, um, Vado. Um, Moose, we have Suarez, Winker, Sensel. All these guys are in great spots. Carrasco struggles against lefties and righties as of last season. He did not have an impressive last season, 
but they expect to bounce back here. Carrasco did get off to an impressive start here early, earlier in this season. I like this matchup, especially if Cleveland or if Cincinnati comes in at very low ownership. All right, going over to the Chicago and Kansas City Royal side, we have Keller going against Chicago. Chicago is projected second most on the slate, but I don't really get it. I don't get all the hype. Keller actually does have impressive numbers here. Could come in at a very low ownership. Like I said, Keller is priced at $6,000. If you guys want a low-owned gem, possibly here with Keller, he could get it done. Chicago's projected at five runs, which is the second highest on the slate. Again, I don't really get it. If we look at Chicago, they do have a lot of bright spots here um, going against righties. We have Rizzo in the prime spot, Schwarber in a good spot, Hayward. But those are the worst batters here on their team, at least according to previous stats. We want Bryant, Baez, Contreras. They are all power hitters, but they don't have a good matchup. Keller matches up well against them, so we should see. If Chicago does draw a majority of the chalk, I actually don't like them. And if they are inflated in ownership, I will avoid them in GPPs. Kansas City, Chatwood. Chatwood is an impressive pitcher to start the season going against a very um, good matchup so Kansas City I only like them in big GBPs they have a very bad matchup against Chadwood vice versa I like Chadwood in this matchup so um, the only bright spot here being solar a 312 ISO and a 384 weighted on base average I feel bad for the guy because he is a very good um, hitter Going next on the list is going to be Houston and Arizona. My favorite team as of right now, Arizona. Put up 14 runs last night. Do I think they're going to do it again? No, I don't. Uh, we have a very good matchup here. First, Arizona. First, um, like I said, Marte here, a 245 ISO and a 399 weighted on base average. If he is to struggle, it's going to be against righties, putting up a 347 weighted on base average versus righties. We have Marte, both Martes, right-handed. Uh, hitters and Walker also a right-handed hitter these guys uh, one two and four should be a the only good matchup here for Arizona I like them in GPPs big GPPs only um, but I do prefer the Houston side a little bit more here but a bad matchup I like them for just GPPs again they they're not carrying that high they probably won't carry that high of ownership um, they don't really have a good matchup but they're projected a decent amount of runs so we shall see Springer in a good matchup. Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, all very good hitters. The best hitting team in the league. And on the flip side, Gallon should carry very little ownership because they're going against Houston. Another low-owned gem, a hit-or-miss GPP spot for both sides of these teams. I like them in big GPPs only. Toronto and Atlanta. So if we talk here, um, a very good matchup for Toronto. Toronto is always carrying very low ownership. I grabbed them yesterday at very, very low ownership. They didn't get it done. They only got like two runs, I think. Um, but they still have potential, guys, especially in this matchup. Uh, it looks like he is struggling against lefties. Um, there's a decent amount of lefties here. A lot of uh, a mixed bag of lefties and righties. So Toronto could definitely get a relay going. I like them here in bigger and medium-sized GPPs. Going over to the Atlanta side, we have um, Pearson struggling against lefties. And if we look here, um, not too many lefties throughout the lineup. We have Freeman, their power hitter here as a lefty. I like him as the only bright spot for Atlanta. Um, Markakis also in a decent spot, also putting up decent numbers versus lefties. Pearson only has a very small sample size. So Atlanta, another GPP target. I like them in this matchup and especially with Freeman. Next on the list is going to be Baltimore and Miami. I don't know what the deal is with them yet. I do think they played through. They played yesterday. LeBlanc, 
I hate talking about my Orioles in this fashion, but they are horrible. I like Miami here in this low-owned matchup. They should get it done. LeBlanc putting up just horrendous numbers last season. Lefty and righty splits are just absolutely horrible. I like Miami. Yes, they're a bad team, but they're going to come in at very low ownership. Could easily be the highest-scoring team on this slate. Baltimore switching over to the other side. Bad matchup for them. Avoid Baltimore hitters outside of big GPPs. I will just say that. Last but not least, it actually, the last game on the slate's at 8 o'clock. This should be a very easy slate. should end pretty quickly. You should collect your funds, be able to watch all the games. It's going to be a very enjoyable slate. So, starting off here with Milwaukee. Milwaukee um, doesn't have the best matchup because their power hitter is a lefty. Gonzalez is a lefty. Not the best matchup for him. Um, and if you look at the, the numbers in general, they're going to be struggling against Gonzalez. And Gonzalez does put up impressive numbers versus righties. I like the matchup here more for the pitcher. Milwaukee only in big GBPs, but they usually do carry inflated ownership, so keep that in mind. Chicago, last but not least, is going against Peralta. Do, they do match up well, and Chicago does usually carry lower ownership. It's been going up a little bit as the games have gone on because people have started to catch on to the Chicago White Sox train. I do like them here in this matchup yet again. Righties, Robert, Moncada, Abreu, pretty much everybody. Jimenez, all the way through this lineup, 1 through 5, 1 through 6 possibly. This is a good matchup for them. I like them to get it done in GPPs. And to bring it all back, guys, let's kind of recap the entire slate. For cash, you're going to be targeting. If we go back to the top, the Yankees. The Yankees, Chicago, Atlanta are going to carry the highest amount of ownership. And then it's going to come down to individual players at that point for GBPs. I'm not even going to recap all the GBP plays I, I covered. Go back in the video to rewatch that. And again, I won't know my favorite leverage spots until ownership comes out later in the day. And again, you can sign up for Patreon $20 a month and you get access to all that and then a lot more. Alright guys, hopefully this video did help. If it did, please hit that subscription button, that notification bell, and please smash that like button. And I appreciate all the support from every one of you. We are literally two guys away from 3,000 subscribers. If you guys could help get me to that goal, again, eternally grateful for everybody here. With all that being said, guys, have a great rest of your day, and let's cash.